Welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. I'm your co-host, Cicely. I'm your host, Hayden. Today, we're talking about Dead Silence. Came out in 2007. Really? Yeah. It's rated R. It's an hour and 29 minutes long. Rated a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. And if you don't know what it's about... After his wife meets a grisly end, Jamie Ashen returns to his hometown of Raven's Fair to find answers. His investigation leads him to the ghost of a ventriloquist named Mary Shaw, who seems to have ties to his entire family tree. So, first, we are apparently dumb and keep forgetting the question. Did we last week? Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. The bottom one. Am I reading the answer? No, because we forgot it. Oh, this is the one we're asking. Okay. Yeah. What 1971 film features a group of killer rats that are led by a man seeking revenge on those who have wronged him? Interesting. Interesting. So, we'll read that again at the end. What is wrong we with for... us? We need I don't to, know. like... <laughs> It's almost like I have it sitting here for me to see. I don't know why we always forget it, but I'll just set that there. Uh, so this one's a pretty weird one. Uh-huh. There's a few moments in there I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this your first time watching it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I've seen, like, the picture and... I probably saw a trailer mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And, you know, people have always posted, like, the picture of Mary Shaw's face in mm-hmm. the crawl space. Mm-hmm. I've seen the picture before, but it's, I've never actually seen the movie. So let's just get into it. Okay. Uh, I thought the explanation at the beginning of... Of a ventriloquist was mm-hmm. really cool. That was cool. It was, it kind of added like a, a second level of creepiness, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, because it was like explaining what it meant and where the word came from and stuff, and it was definitely something you wouldn't have expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creepy opening sequence was like flashing pictures of going through the book. Uh, the drawings of how she made the dolls and how she was making the perfect doll or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like it kind of went on a little long. It seemed like it was going. It was going on for a while. Yeah, it did seem to go on for a little bit. But it was still weird that you know whoever it was at the time uh, was just like flipping through the book and mm-hmm. it's weird and all the creepy pictures in it too. And then, I think anything with dolls is creepy. Yeah, it's weird. Porcelain are a little weirder than yeah. ventriloquist dummies, but... Porcelain dolls are the worst. Yeah, they're weird. Um, it's It opens up the mo- like the actual movie on like a, f- a fairly normal couple, I think. Wouldn't you think? They seem pretty normal to me, at least. And I say fairly normal because it was, 
don't know. It just seemed kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> but they also seemed like pretty normal too. But the one weird thing <laughs> I did think about them is they were just so trusting over this unmarked package. Yeah. I mean, it was obvious like who it was by the end that delivered the stupid thing, but like you just Would you open that? No. Uh, no. An unmarked package showing up like that on my porch? Hell no. It'll stay there till it decays. Stay on the porch, and if I open a package and I see a ventriloquist dummy, I'm taking it outside. Listen, and that, I'm punting it across the that street. That easily could have been just like a bomb. Could have been. And they were just so, they brought it inside their house and were opening it. But, yes, the second I saw that was a dummy, out the window it goes. Would have thrown it in the Yakagani. <laughs> Literally. I, no, that's not That's not. That's happening. not... Who gets a doll? Or yeah, anything like that? And they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. This yeah. is a good idea. No. But I literally wrote down, nope, throw it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> the second I saw that dummy's face inside of that package, I was like, no. Mm -mm. I'm not scared of, of dummies, but I know what happens when an unmarked package of a dummy pulls up to the house. If I went out and bought my own ventriloquist dummy... Yeah, that's fine. ...out of, like, an actual store, okay, I'm not scared of it. But who's But I just know what off? happens when someone brings an unmarked dummy to your house. That's not happening no, here. No, that's not happening here. Right into the trash. <laughs> garbage <laughs> the outside garbage not not in the house no not in the house or a fire straight into yep. a fire because then obviously gone obviously you can't really attack us if you're a pile of ash well they might just send yeah. more she did have like 101 or something i forget what the number was yeah there was like 100 more but the thing is Unlike most movies, this doll doesn't ease into the creepiness. Don't get me wrong, it was creepy from the first moment it entered the the house. Because, of course, yeah. it's weird. But, it was like immediately she died. Like minutes after getting the doll. It wasn't like a few small hauntings or anything. It was just like straight up murder. Yeah. <laughs> Done for. You watch, like, um, The Conjuring. They show up to the house, and then, like, the next day, they hear weird noises, and then they start hearing footsteps, and then, like, a couple days later, they hear pounding on the walls, and then a couple days later, like, things slowly happen. Yeah, it came up really quick. Yeah, it wasn't happening with this doll. Just he was just, like, like straight to bam. murder. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. No, it wasn't, it wasn't at all eased into no and but that no sound scenes throughout the whole movie yeah but the scenes that like slowed the sound down and the things were still moving but you couldn't hear it yeah that was cool i really like those scenes mainly because mainly because you could kind of see like how like they had fear on their face when they yeah. couldn't hear the sound anymore like the tea kettle Soon as she couldn't hear the tea kettle anymore, she was like freaking out. I would too. I get it. <laughs> I had an earache for like a day, mm. and I couldn't hear out of my right ear, and I was tweaking. 
Like, I couldn't hear anything. I had to keep, like, directing my left ear places because I couldn't hear what anybody was saying. Fair enough. It is weird. It's weird. Uh, the detective just automatically thought that the husband killed his wife. Which I get it. You know, a lot of the time, the husband's usually the one that did it. But, like, he didn't have any real proof. Yeah. He was like, I think you did it. I think you did it. <laughs> it was like... He was coming straight for him. Yeah. He was coming at his neck for no reason. Oh, you don't even have an alibi. I was getting food. You can ask the dude at the restaurant. Yeah. Like, you can figure out the time of death. The dude shows up and he's like, oh, she died 15 minutes ago. Oh, where were you 15 minutes ago? Picking Chinese. up the fucking Chinese. <laughs> Go ask the dude who gave me the food. But I mean, he was just immediately like, you did it. I know you did it. And then by the end, he was like, okay, maybe you didn't do it. Yeah, you idiot. Maybe I didn't do it. <laughs> the he, he started to get the idea of like what was going on. And there was that scene where he just like, whole hog rips open the the case yeah the material stuff whatever it's called and that has to be like the creepiest picture to find behind the felt stuff that he ripped open first he sees mary shaw's picture <laughs> right next to billy's picture which he has in his possession and and you don't even understand what they are. No, I mean, it didn't tell you yet, but it was just like, hey, here's a picture of this chick and this dummy. Great. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> what the hell is this information? Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously he goes and figures out that she was like a ventriloquist and killed the kids and whatnot, which was a complete 180, if you ask me. Yeah. Because you're thinking, oh, ventriloquist dummy turned into a ghost. But then you find out that she's been murdering kids and t trying to turn them into the perfect doll. Great. Yeah, weird. That's incredibly weird. But he meets his stepmother for the first time. Which, I get it. Like, they were, you know, estranged or whatever. But how didn't you know... Or have any idea that he got married. Yeah. Kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. And that was kind of a strange first meeting. She was, like, hugging on him and stuff. And he's just like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, why would you? And no. she's like, well, oh, I guess I'm your stepmom. Like, what the fuck is going on, dude? You're just all over me right yeah, now. Get off you're a literal me. stranger. You weirdo. And you could see that on his face, too. He's just like, who the, the fuck, fuck is this? Get off yeah. of me. It was That was kind of funny, actually, yeah. to me. And then, you know, he has that argument with his father. Oh, why don't you just stay here? Spend the night here or whatever? And he's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. So he goes to the motel. And the only thing that I <laughs> found weird about this scene was the fact that he was sleeping in a dress shirt and jeans. Yeah. That has to be, like, the most uncomfortable duo. You got buttons going down the front, and the shirt, I mean, is kind of tight in the armpit area. 
And oh, he's God. like, you know what I mean? And jeans, I can't sleep in jeans. I know I've people do, out but jeans. I don't voluntarily sleep in yeah, jeans. Yeah, I don't go to bed and think, oh, I'll wear my jeans tonight. No. No. I I'm uncomfortable just sitting in them. I can take a nap in pretty much any condition, but yeah. I'm not going to bed in jeans. I've definitely fallen asleep on the couch in jeans. But yeah. I'm not going upstairs to my bed and just sleeping in my work clothes. No, absolutely not. <laughs> just sitting there in a chair. I'm super uncomfortable because the, the jeans are just, you know, in weird places. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and, like, how, how does someone sleep like that? And did he not? Must have been really tired. Well, he was sitting there for how long? It's obvious, like, he must have not, like, brought anything. Who just goes somewhere and plans on staying in a motel and doesn't bring anything to sleep in or change into or anything? Or just at least just take your clothes off. Yeah. If you don't have, like... If you don't have pajamas, at least just, sleep in your underwear. Yeah. Because those, those have to... Well, I guess some people find jeans very comfortable, but... A dress Who shirt? Who finds jeans that comfortable? I don't know. But it ha the dress shirt had to be the most uncomfortable thing. Take it there's, off. There's no way that that dude was comfortable sleeping in a dress shirt. No. Anyway, now that we're done with <laughs> critiquing his pajamas. Uh, Marion in the crawl space was really weird. Yeah. He just like heard like sobbing or whatever and he's just like, oh yeah. That's my wife underneath the house. That's weird. Okay. Sorry to say. That's just weird. That's weird. And he's like, you get out here right now. <laughs> like, like she's a little kid. Yeah. You get out here this instant, right Missy. Right now. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was creepy. And she was just like, she won't get me in here. It's a ghost. She'll get you anywhere. She'll get you. She'll get you literally anywhere. Um, the funeral was very weird because that chick behind him was just staring at him. Yeah, Did you notice that? I noticed that. And he's just like grieving for his wife with the flower and whatnot. And she's just like, like that girl um, from the Smile commercial. Oh, yeah. Or whatever, just staring with, like, without a smile or whatever. Punch I guess her. he didn't know she was there staring at him but it was just weird to still creepy straight up staring at him. who was that woman anyway they never explained it right just it was a random lady at the funeral i think so yeah and then there was the person in the woods i don't know what it is about this scene and like random people but it was and it ended up being marion but he just saw this random chick in the woods why was he walking in the woods why would you do that? <laughs> uh, I just left my wife's funeral. I'm going to take a walk in the woods. Through the woods, yeah. Great idea. But, uh, yeah, he saw that person in the woods, and she just came out of nowhere. It was like, uh, did you see her? Or whatever. It was like telling him the poem and shit. Like, that's weird. And why was she... If she was trying to hide from Mary Shaw, why was she out by her gravestone? Yeah. That's not, like, obviously, that's not the place to go. No, that's the last place to go. Yeah. And he, like, uncovers it and reads that it was Mary Shaw and stuff, but... He finds the doll's name... Uh-huh. ...on the back of his neck, which... 
I mean, I guess he should have really figured it out when he ripped up apart the cloth and saw that it was Mary Shaw and Billy. Yeah. That is probably Billy, bud. Yeah. But then he, he looked at the back of the neck and it was Billy, which I guess 100% confirms that it was Billy, I guess, but... It's kind of obvious. It was kind of obvious, yeah. And then he went and tried burying Billy again in his gravestone. Yeah. Which was weird because, you know, he he had his own grave site. Yeah. There was just, like, doll graves everywhere, which That's was... such a waste. Yeah. I mean, I don't want it's them. It's so creepy. I don't want them. The dolls. Waste. You can have them. But it's still a point, like, I don't know, just weird. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's just weird. And then burying, the burying didn't work. Just flat out didn't work. Yeah. He ended up back at what? No, I guess the, the, the te detective shows up with the, with the doll or whatever, right? Yeah. And he says, yeah. oh, look what I, f I found. Look what I got. Why the fuck are you digging why it do you... up? Why? But then he shows up and he and he took the doll. He's like, I'm going to yeah, hold on to this for evidence. Him. What do you what? want from this doll? If it was evidence, you would have already took it at the at the. Why are you bringing it back crime here? Scene. Yeah, why? Like, what the hell's going on? Clearly he doesn't want this fucking doll. Yeah, he's destroying evidence, is what he said. Right. No. Right, He's okay. just trying to get rid of the stupid doll so it leaves him the hell alone. Not that he believed that at the moment, but still the point. And then he goes, didn't... Yeah, he stole the doll. And then he goes to uh, Henry's house. Uh -huh. And they tell him the story about Mary Shaw. And that was... Incredibly creepy. Oh yeah. That was weird. He's he's telling her telling them Well, it was really acting out. She was like doing the ventriloquist act. And I guess that was Michael Ashen. He said uh he said about I could see your mouth moving. Okay, dude. Like that's like literally the worst thing whether to whether it's Jeff Dunham or it's this chick. That is the worst thing to say to any ventriloquist. Yeah, just shut up. And not only that, but like, how do you know she isn't a witch and is going to come back and kill you, you know? That's what I'm saying. And, and like, she was. And she did. So, why don't you just keep the comments to yourself? Yeah, like, that was unnecessary. Like, I'm yeah. not going to Jeff Dunham's show. And I seeing, can see your mouth moving. And see a slight lip movement and be shut like, I can up. see it. Shut the hell up. Yeah, just shut up. You try this. <laughs> that was your fault, kid. Yeah. That was your own doing. But anyway, the story was very creepy. Of her stealing kids and... I guess turning them into dolls. And then... The detective just randomly decides to go dig up the rest of the dolls. Yeah. Dummies, whatever. What? Why? Why? They're not evidence. Leave them there. Leave them alone. <laughs> leave, leave the, leave Jamie alone too. How about yeah. that? 
<laughs> you're getting a little uh, obsessive here. He was getting weird. Yeah, he was. That detective was getting weird. But then Jamie goes to the old theater for the first time, which was incredibly weird. Like, he drove, and then he had to ride a boat over, and then he shows up, and it's all, like, closed down, and dust and cobwebs everywhere. I get it. It's been closed for a while, but, like... You're you're just asking the you're asking for it. You're asking for it at this <laughs> point, because it's obvious that she had like something against you or your family. Yeah. And you're just walking straight into the. I get it, you know. The try trap. To, try to stop this from happening or whatever, but like, that's pretty brave. Uh huh. And then he finds brave. The, he finds the newspaper that says Michael Ashen missing. Yeah. For like half a second, I thought that was him. Yeah. And then I realized, oh wait, his name's Jamie. Yeah. You're like, oh what? What? Oh wait, his he's How's Jamie. He Never mind. <laughs> but then he goes and he talks to his father about Michael Ashen. And he tells him that story about you know, you know Michael was a was a dick and <laughs> he got killed and yeah now she keeps coming back and cutting tongues out and whatnot cutting tongues <laughs> and then once again henry looks into the crawl space and this is the scene where he heard noises coming from the crawl space and he thought it was his wife which, I get it, you need to get it out, you get your wife out and whatnot, but like, <laughs> did you have to crawl in there this time? Yeah. I, I'm not going in there. I'm not getting in that. After all this weird crap was happening? I don't know. And count me out of it. Yeah, count me out, please. But it's still the fact, like, he goes in there and you see, like, didn't you see, like, the hand... Yeah. on the pole and then he starts crawling in <laughs> and then her face is just there terrifying I've seen the picture of like that face that she makes she's just smiling at him yeah I nope. would shit myself yep agreed <laughs> like that was that was way too much That was yeah that was too much and then Henry calls Jamie which is weird. Yeah. We just witnessed him die, and then all of a sudden he's calling Jamie. Something's not adding up here. Yeah, something's not adding up. And then he shows up at the theater after he like pushed the the detective on the ground and like ran away, which I kind of thought was funny in a yeah. way because it was almost like a little kid trying to get yeah. away. He was like, "No, stop." <laughs> And then the detective was like, can you not make me chase you, please? And please. he's like, I don't even have a full tank of gas. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. I and thought that was funny. The thing is, you can stop for gas. He literally told you where he was going. Yeah. You didn't have to, like, speed after him. He was like, I'm going to that theater, and you're not stopping me. He's like, oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, he just walked after him, but, like, he was like speed demon after him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just 
go at a normal pace. You know exactly where he's going. I get it. He was like a fugitive or whatever the hell, but like, but like you know where he's going to really. be. It's okay. You're not going to lose him. And once again, he, you know, had to ride the boat and whatnot. Uh-huh. The Wall of Dolls was weird. Oh, yeah. That was... That's... That's freaky. That was freaky. Mm-hmm. And then they find the boy's body. Michael Ashen's body. Uh-huh. Trying to turn him into a doll and shit. Yeah. No. No. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm out of here. No. That was super weird. And then he found out why she killed Lisa. She was pregnant with... She was pregnant. I mean, I guess she did technically kill the family line. Killed, you know, Jamie's baby and him by the end. That's, you know, pretty weird if you ask me. And then... But, oh yeah, he destroys the dolls, starts setting them on fire and shit, which, good job. Good job. Good thinking. Would have done the same thing. Because there's no way he had enough shells in that shotgun to blow away a hundred and some dolls. No. So, good thinking there. And that's just more effective. Oh yeah, for sure. And then Jamie escaped after the detective dying. Uh Uh-huh. Which... Kind of sucks, because it was like he he ended up believing him, and he was you know kind of a big help in the moment. But it also doesn't suck because everyone died, yeah, even Jamie, and he was like the main character of the movie. But he escaped, and there was only one doll left. Stupid Billy. <laughs> you little stupid doll. And then he goes to Henry's house, looking for Henry, obviously, because he wasn't there. Yeah. But, like, the father took the doll? First question is why. Why? Second question is how, because he is in the wheelchair. Exactly. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. That, How'd you do this? I mean, what the hell's going on, dude? What do you mean the father took the doll? And then... He burnt the last doll. So, there we go. All dolls are dead. We're, we're in a step in the right direction now. But the dad was a doll? Dummy? Whatever? What the fuck? How? Not a, I can't believe that a single person who watched this movie was watching it and said, I bet you the dad's a doll. A, a Nobody dummy. saw that. No one saw that coming. Nope. And then... The stepmom's Mary Shaw. So you know what that means, right? Mary Shaw was married to Ash, the, the father. No, somebody had sex with a doll. That too. But it's still a point where Mary Shaw actually married someone in the family that she was trying to kill. Yeah. Which I get it, like that was her plan or whatever, but like weird weird um and then the it's kind of like a super twisted ending like super twisted we find out you know mary shaw is actually the stepmom and then jamie ends up screaming 
after all this time of him knowing not to scream and he covered his mouth when he was falling from the uh, catwalk or whatever. Yeah. He ended up screaming. Yeah. Dummy. Dummy. Got you killed. But I get it. Like, he found out that his stepmom... Well, he just found out that his wife was killed with not only his son, but, like, because she had his son. Yeah. And then... You know, he he just watched the detective die, and he just found out that she has his wife's body, uh-huh. and found out that the stepmom was Mary Shaw, found out his dad has been dead for a while, which, looking back, you can kind of see it. Like, once you find out that he's a doll, uh-huh. you can kind of see her arm behind him all the time. Yeah. And, like, he looked dead his face uh-huh. was like gray uh-huh it's weird very weird hindsight's 2020 yeah but it was a decent movie i thought it was pretty good pretty pretty freaky yeah i th- the 6.1 is probably a little low i'd give it a six and a half i'd give it a seven seven i do like this it movie. definitely wasn't an awful movie no it's a good watch there, there's some inconsistencies in it it's 2007. But, yeah. There was a couple times, like, why are you doing this instead of this? Or, you just did this. Why are you doing it yeah. again? Kind of thing. But, it, all in all, it wasn't a bad movie. So, I'm I'm li- reading the literal fear facts here because I forgot to write them down somehow. Okay. But, around an hour and ten minutes during the climax in the storage area with all 101 dolls... 101. You can see Jigsaw's doll from Saw. Ah. And Edgar Bergen's doll, Charlie McCarthy, on one of the shelves. Which I don't actually know who that is. Me either. Still cool. But the the doll that the detective throws over his shoulder is actually a replica of ventriloquist Jimmy Nelson's doll, Danny O'Day. I don't know who that is either, but that's still kind of cool. Cool facts. They added, like, real-life dolls into this thing. There are actually two different versions of the Mary Shaw poem. In the movie, the poem goes, Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls. And if you see her in your dreams, be sure you never, ever scream. But in the trailer, it was, Beware the stare of Mary Shaw. She had no children, only dolls, and if you see her, do not scream. She'll rip your tongue out at the scene. I kind of like that second one better. Yeah. Because that's way creepier. She'll rip your tongue out at the scene. That's disgusting. Could you imagine, like, someone, like, ripping your tongue out of your mouth? No. Ugh, that would be awful. Billy was not only the name of one of the dummies in this movie... But also the name of the puppet used by the Jigsaw Killer in the Saw movies. Oh. Who was also created... That movie was also created by James Wan, who, who created this movie as well. But they're both named Billy. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. And due to the film's box office failure, tentative plans for a sequel were abandoned. Which is understandable. It didn't really need a sequel, I don't think. Would I watch it? Yeah, I would probably watch it. I'd watch it. I don't think it needs a sequel. 
I don't think so either. Because, I mean, you killed the whole family. You know, the ghost should be at rest now. You would think. Yeah. Because the spirit only holds on to... The deed is done. The deed's done, so shouldn't, you know, shouldn't the uh, spirit be gone or whatever? And for this one, Edward Ashen's overall appearance is meant to foreshadow that he's been dead the whole time and being used as a human puppet. He is deathly pale. He never blinks. And whenever <laughs> he speaks, Ella's always always has her hand behind his back. Oh. I actually have another one. He's dressed as one of the dummies. I thought it was weird that the dude was sitting in a wheelchair in like a full tuxedo. Yeah. I was like, does this, does his, you know, wife like wake up every day and dress him in a tuxedo to put him in his wheelchair? Like, that's kind of strange. I guess he was just another dog. And I guess he was, but like he had like the bow tie and everything. And if you look at Billy, that's pretty much exactly how he's dressed. Just with different colors. And, you know, once again, hindsight. Okay, I only got two more for this one. Okay. As every single main character dies in this film, the only survivor of this movie is supporting character Marion Walker. She never even encounters Mary Shaw at any point. She does, however, come close to seeing her when she finds Henry, Henry's corpse having been killed by Mary Shaw. So the the one person who is, like, deathly afraid of Mary Shaw and is, like, you know, trying to not see her uh-huh. never actually even saw her. I just wonder how and why, you know, Mary picked her victims. Yeah. If you you know what I mean. Uh huh. And for the final one, though the flashback scene would imply otherwise, Billy the puppet was never alive in the film. In present day, he is only being animated by Mary Shaw's vengeful, vengeful spirit. And according to director James Wan himself, Mary Shaw is just a veteran ventriloquist who has mastered her craft which is why she was able to switch between her normal voice and billy voice so well during the theater scene that it almost looked like they are talking at the same time huh it's pretty pretty, pretty cool. cool i mean from a movie standpoint if they did look like they were you know talking at the same time they can just edit it that way yeah but like yeah she was so good at it they were like talking at the same time that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. pretty wild too to think like somebody that talented yeah someone's that talented that they could talk at the same time in two voices couldn't be me and then yeah the you see the scene where he finds out or we find out that Henry calling him was just her voice yeah like, the fact that she could, like, imitate basically anybody's voice is, like, wild. Pure raw talent, even though she's crazy. Even though she's crazy. Uh, so, what what did you think about the movie? Uh, I really like it. Anything I you want to talk about? I think it's... It was always one of those movies I knew that was just, like, super creepy, made me real... It seemed like the boy took inspiration from this the little boy, bit. The boy, yeah. Brahms. Yeah. That's good, too. That is a that good movie. That shit's creepy.
But it seemed really like the boy took inspiration from this. Like the way Brahm look, Brahms looked and uh-huh. whatnot. Like it was obviously an inspiration in somewhere. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Mm-mm. Why don't you go ahead and read the... Read the question again? Yep. What 1971 film features a group of killer rats that are led by a man seeking revenge on those who have wronged him? Wish I could control rats like that. Kind of, kind of funny. Yeah. The answer is kind of funny if anyone knows it. One of our listeners. They should know. They should know because it's literally staring them in their face. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, our next movie is gonna. We picked a bad one. It's called Killer Sofa. Oh yeah! I can't wait to watch this. Cicely wanted to see what this was about. I want to see what all the hype was about. And I obviously do too. You know, just to open my repertoire of horror movies, but like, there's no way that this is good, right? It, listen, it might surprise us. Dude. Maybe, I guess, but like, just listening to the title, it gives me extreme rubber vibes. Don't shit on rubber. I hate rubber. But a killer tire, killer sofa. Kind of sounds like it's going to be... Killer sofa! (laughs) But that's all we got for this week, and we'll catch you next week with apparently Killer Sofa. Can't wait. Catch you later!